0: One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day and to some good old country wrecks on the radio and, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome to the program. I'm Ryan. On the soundboard is Robert Timothy
1: Woo-hoo! and Mr. Dave Callens. Hello. So uh Dave, you just did some traveling, did you? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Michigan to visit some family. Mom turned 80. Eighty so, shit. Yeah, right? So I had a big old party for that.
2: I can't believe this. I mean, she had you when she was like
1: 15, right? <laughs> 12. 12. It was acceptable back then to have children that young. That's when you had to have a litter of kids. Yeah. So like one or two would make I it. I do you like know? that.
2: Like when people are always like, oh man, the good old days. I was like the good old days when infant mortality was at like 40% <laughs> yeah, those good exactly. old
1: days. When you didn't have to grow up and suffer adulthood. What's <laughs>
2: crazy is if you think about it, it's not that long ago. Because if you just go back like two or three generations of human beings, like maybe even not that much from that point all the way back to the origin of human beings, like, half
0: the kids would die,
2: right? Yeah. Like, it's not even that long ago. Like, early 1900s, we didn't have
1: antibiotics or anything. Hey, well, Half the kids would die. Good
0: news for you nostalgic folks. Uh, anti vaccines has become yeah, very yeah. popular. We might be heading try. right back to that. <laughs>
1: Bringing it back. I appreciate that. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, that's good. not, like, th-
0: th- seriously, though, like, with the whole anti vaccine thing, like, Honestly, I'm in favor of the whole anti-vaxxing thing, man. I think there's too many fucking people. I think that's a great way to thin people out. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. The problem is it
2: doesn't thin out the people who are making the dumb choice, right? It's like they're poor kids who have to deal with their parents'
0: dumb-ass
1: right, choice. It's, it's yeah. thinning out their gene pool, at least. But it's that, stopping yeah, Bobby, think, yeah.
0: they were an anti-vaxxer's kid. What 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 chance do they have in this world? <laughs> you anyway? have no idea how dumb my mom
2: is. You have no idea! <laughs> She's not an anti-vaxxer, but like if I was punished for all her dumb mistakes, I would be in a shit these circumstances
1: Don't take this personally I'd be okay if you weren't around right now.
2: God damn you, Dave. <laughs> Who would be editing your <laughs> goddamn podcast, Dave? Who?
0: The, the kid of
1: an anti vaxxer, that guy grows up to be like a treasure hunter
0: or, no. like, uh, or, or like the dude that brings an acoustic guitar to the party that no one asks for and lectures anyone, everyone on his polyamorous relationship. After that, don't you wish that guy died at six? I sure do. No, poor
2: kids. It's not their fault. Their parents are fucking idiots. It's the line not their for fault.
0: Disneyland is insane. Let's thin <laughs> out some of these kids.
2: I, don't get me wrong. I am all for massive population control. Our population is way out of hand. We have a massive overpopulation problem on this planet. I just don't think the way we should solve it is by murdering children. (laughs) (laughs) I I know I have a pretty edgy view there, (laughs) but I'm going to go off on a limb and make this statement, like, don't murder children. Instead, I'm just like... I don't know, let's stop having as many kids. Listen,
1: we're not murdering them, we're rolling the dice on their chances. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're li- I we're... mean, okay, let's say that uh, You like science. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're promoting anti-vax, it's the equivalent of like having a whole bunch of kids on a soccer field and then just shooting a gun up in the air like you're at a Cinco de Mayo party, and then just seeing if the bullets come down and happen to hit one of those kids, and if so, it's a random chance and one of them
1: will die. Dude, you know what's weird? I was at a show the other night where one of the comics, who's he was doing okay, Like the room was fine, and he was was kind of making fun of different types of adults and then he went off on anti vaxxers and lost the room. What? Really? How Where was this? crazy is that? Where was this? Utah? And you I knew a lot of people in the audience, like they were normal people. They weren't anti vaxxers. It was I think they were just upset that he went really edgy like that, but I'm like mm. We can make fun of anti-vaxxers. It's yeah. 100% okay.
2: Now, hold on, hold on. Now, how did he do it? Did he come out with the N-word? Because <laughs> like, I can see there's a controversial way to do any joke, you know?
1: No, he literally, he said, fuck anti-vaxxers, and that's when he lost them. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, right?
2: Because I do feel like there's a... I feel like he should have got a room applause. Like, Yeah. Just- well, because it's not, it's one of those things where it's like, there are certain things that are self-harmful, right? Like, I'm going to go base jumping, right? I might die. I might not. It's a pretty dangerous yeah. thing to or do. Or like the squirrel
1: suits. I might yeah, run into a mountain. Exactly.
2: I might do it. But like for the most part, I'm not landing on somebody else. So like that's <laughs> on me. You know, like I'm not. I'm not <laughs> taking somebody else out when I'm when I'm uh, f- plummeting without a parachute. But with the anti-vax thing, it's like no, no, no. You're hurting other people. Like these yeah. are other kids who can't get vaccinated because they have uh, compromised immune systems or they're not old enough or something, and you're hurting them. So like yeah, you're fuck you, right? Like, that's there's a difference between, oh, I'm gonna do something crazy and I might hurt myself, and uh, your kid might die because uh, I'm just kind of a dick and don't fail science class. Uh,
0: uh, so their whole argument is that they say that causes autism, right? That's one of many disproven so, arguments. So basically, right, I know it's disproven, but that's their theory. That's the one that they really cling to. Like,
1: Bobby, like why'd you say disproven in air quotes? I,
2: <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> Literally one of the only scientific papers that was actually shown to be a 100% complete fraud, not like a data calculation issue. It was a guy who was coming out with a competing vaccine who uh. wrote, who lied, faked data, wrote this paper and got it published to profit.
0: Let's let's pretend it's true for a second. Like I, I like how their mentality is better dead than retarded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
1: where they get the flat I'd from rather my most, kid die than be
0: than be slow at math. No, well he's autistic. He might be faster in that oh, right, right, right.
1: <laughs> Dude, I saw an article have you heard of the Waldorf schools? Yeah. I, I saw an article. Sounds made up <laughs> I know, right? I, I didn't read it, but the headline was something like, those schools are becoming a bastion of anti-vax mentality. I'm not surprised. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was supposed to be for like smarter kids. and But
2: it's for like the kind of super involved parents, you know, like uh, the type right. who would have okay. that mentality. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, like, what's interesting is like, if you think about it, you go to, you like send your kid to school. If your school allows anti-vaxxers in, I'm not sure how different it is. Like if they allow anti-vaxing kids in, I'm not sure how different it is than if they were like, hey, by the way, this is America. Second Amendment. If your kid wants to bring a gun to school, that's uh. fine with us, right? Because, like, at the, at a point, the school is taking a position that like this is okay. This type of Russian roulette is okay. I
1: feel like if if the kid is going to go to school not vaccinated, they should have to wear like the full hazmat body suit. You know, like, there, put this on. Okay, you're good. Or and what? A, a big p- sign that says "Not retarded." <laughs> <laughs> or a with a, scar-
2: mark after. a giant scarlet letter A on <laughs> the shirt, just for anti-vaxxers. Oh,
0: I thought you. I thought it was for autism. So that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: By the way, how great would it be if you were one of those parents who made that stupid-ass choice and was like, I'm not going to vaccinate my kids and blah, blah, blah. Then your kid turned out to be autistic anyway because it's a genetic disease and it has nothing to do with fucking vaccines. And your kid turned out to be autistic anyway and then
0: caught the disease. <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> See, this is, this is what I'm hoping for. That's what I
1: said. <laughs> So, before traveling, I was house-sitting for a little while. Have you guys house-sat for anyone? Yeah. A long time ago, yeah. Okay, I don't know how you guys do it. My style is like, I'm like a ninja. I don't want to leave no trace I was ever there.
2: Yeah, Ryan just invites people to come house-sit at his house while he's still there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is, that's yeah, the yeah. best kind. Right? Yeah, that's, you yeah. get an invite for that. I, like, I just so, need
1: company. Yeah.
0: But I'm, I'm a very, very lonely man. <laughs> and then he almost shoots Adam <laughs> Connie. <Yeah. laughs>
1: no, he says he's leaving, but he hides out in the backyard and just watches through the
2: window. <laughs> well, that might be a good idea. I would no, do that.
1: The people I was house-sitting for had an Alexa. I've, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but that's one where I'm like, no, that thing is fucking listening to you all the time. It has
2: to listen to you all yeah.
1: the time. The It has but, to be listening to hear you when you call but it. I know this is not like the biggest hot take because everyone's already said this, but there's people who are like, oh my God, I said this thing and now I get these Facebook ads for yeah. it. And then they're like, oh, hey, Alexa, what's it like? Are you shitting me? Yeah. The thing is fucking listening to you, and you're shocked that you're getting these ads. Well,
2: what's interesting about the ads thing is a lot of people go, they're spying on me. There's like everybody's looking into my data or something. In reality, you give off enough clues for any good algorithm to figure that shit out with your basic browsing. Like that's right. the thing. Oh, totally. It seems to you, it seems like magic, but if you're signed in on your Gmail account and you're signed in on your Facebook account when you go and you browse something that you're interested in, you you looking through Wikipedia, you're checking out yep. stuff on Amazon, it's registering that and then using the algorithm to process what did the other person want to buy the last time they were looking at this stuff. It doesn't have to like spy on your conversations to do that. It seems like it does because computers are so much better at figuring that shit out than us.
1: no but here's the thing. I've seen Those. I've seen where I've been browsing, looking at a product, then I go back to Facebook and I see ads for that product and I get that. But I'm talking about when people are like, Oh my God, I said to my friend I need to buy a leaf blower, then I want a Facebook. Like I picture someone being like looking at their phone, seeing that ad and then being like, Alexa, how did this happen? Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> I don't know, Hal. Yeah, you know, no. I like one thing about the targeted ads, though. I do like when they uh, either they, they they get they get them kind of inappropriate. Like for instance, one time, like I was um, I was researching this article where this girl had disappeared in Florida, mm. and um, uh, it, her last known whereabouts were a place called like the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> the ad Hotel. comes out looking for duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, they, they're like the the article was like uh, she was last seen at the Blue Lagoon Hotel. She was found dead three miles away from there, and then like right next to it, like "come stay at the Blue Goose <laughs> Motel, where dreams come true." I'm like, ooh.
1: <laughs>
2: well, I mean, if you had a dream of suicide.
0: <laughs> oh my god! But but uh, speaking of which, on this in the same vein, I was watching that uh, testimony uh, that John Stewart did yeah, uh, about the 9/11, the 9-11 first responders fund. And uh, very I mean, powerful stuff. Very which, powerful by stuff.
2: the way, he's been behind for like 10 years. Yeah. Like, this isn't some like flavor of the month thing. He's been like their strongest
1: champion for a long time. Side note, we're, uh, you guys saw this on Facebook, I'm sure. There's a comic that we know who was lambasting Jon Stewart because, like, the next day it passed with unanimous support. Right. And he th- thought. This was just grandstanding. He thought yeah. he just walked in there to like yell at people who are already going to do and this. And the
2: reason he's been yelling at people is literally they've been denying him for almost twenty right. years now. Like he's yeah. been going in and fighting this on the floor of Congress for a, for more than a decade. Yeah, and you know, uh, so and they voted it down like the last three times. Yeah, so exactly. it, it's not like this is a a uh, existential right.
0: threat. And this is very the testimony is very powerful stuff. I mean, he's got tears in his eyes. The con- the majority of the Congress uh, the congressional hearing did not show up. Yeah, so you know he's sitting there. And I I watched this on Facebook. That's where it was was posted. And you see him. He's he's crying. He's like, behind me, 9-11 first responders. And in front of me, an empty Congress. These people dragged themselves here. Ad starting in three seconds. Sick (laughs) and dying to speak to no one. (laughs) Applebee's is back with a new sizzling (laughs) fajitas smothered in queso. Oh, come on down to Applebee's. It'll explode in the summer.
1: That's genius because they've done studies when you attach an emotional response to something, yeah. you're much more likely. So you get that emotional involvement with John Stewart than Applebee's. You're like, now you are invested in Applebee's. But so did, they, like, did they have to play Pat Benatar? Yeah. Hit me with your best shot.
2: <laughs> no, but but I see what you're saying, Ryan. We should come up with our own ad agency that customs the tone of ads. So like in the middle of that, right after it cuts to John Stewart, it's like, are you tired of Congress not taking care of first responders? And then, like, it's the flag waving and the towers <laughs> falling Eagle and it's like... screeches. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what terrorists hate? Blooming onions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, but the, have you guys ever had a deal with an Alexa? Uh, I'm, no.
2: I'm never going to have
1: one. I don't want one. They're no. fucking annoying.
2: Because of what you talked about. It does... It, so this isn't a conspiracy. It has to constantly monitor audio in order to know when it's being called. But here's called. the thing.
1: They're fucking retarded. I got in an argument with this thing. Oh, she heard twice. that. <laughs> no, I uh, I was like, Alexa, uh, can you... They, they have their lights on a timer. Mm-hmm. And so at night, like the light would go off. I'd have to get up and turn the light back on. So I was like, Alexa, can you extend the timer? It's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, Alexa, can you turn the light off at 11? I'm sorry. I don't like every fucking It thing was I Hal from 2001. Yeah, but it fucking <laughs> never knew that, what man. I wanted it to do. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this thing? Well, yeah. Mine. Uh, anytime
0: I've tried to use any type of voice command, it, it, it was just like, uh, hey, Siri, uh, uh, call,
1: call Garrett Eddings. It'll be like calling Applebee's like, no, nah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally got in an argument with it. I was yelling at it and swearing at it. <laughs> but, and then I have friends in Boston. I, I might've mentioned this. Don't take
0: that episode. time with me, Dave. You live in a studio apartment. <laughs>
1: Dude, my friends in Boston have two Alexas because they're someone got them one as a gift and they already had one. They're not connected though. So do they just like argue with each other? Separate entities. I would
2: set them in the same room and say, like, excuse me, Alexa, could you ask me a question? And then just have them go back and forth. By the end of that conversation, you'll get to the, the answer to the universe. It's just like you, you set one off, they go back and forth, they explore the entire internet, comes back around, it's like 42. <laughs>
0: Vaccines do cause autism. Oh, I knew it! Uh, So anyways, um, it's still bizarre to me that today, in this modern day, you still see all these articles like house sitter, like he was caught doing all these creepy things, didn't know there was a nanny cam or something like that. I see one of those articles like every other week, like like house sitter threw big orgy or something, like didn't know there was a a, a nanny cam. I'm like... Anywhere you go, just assume there's a camera. Like, right. Whether you're outside, no matter what, you're being watched. That I mean,
1: has to be someone who's an exhibitionist and then be like, oh, I didn't know there was a camera. I- <laughs> you guys saw me? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're
2: like, wait a second. Are you doing duck face for the camera? <laughs> so, guys, I actually just discovered a pretty interesting life hack on the way here to the studio, which I want to share with you. In Is it cruise
1: you. control? shit you know about
2: that <laughs> you can put your change in the ashtray
1: if it's you don't not, smoke
2: it's not just for cigarettes <laughs> even if you do smoke yeah. <laughs> uh, no so i was like stopping by the store like the von's to go grab something and i had grabbed a few groceries and then i was like i saw the starbucks and i was like oh, i barely have time i don't know if i have time to wait in two lines but i fucking i really want a starbucks right now i want to go grab it fucking i'll do it you I'll walked out it. without paying everybody yeah, knows yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> i pretend i went through the self checkout i was like <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> and then just walk out. This is you making the noise. <laughs> yeah, just walk out. <laughs> and I took a bag, too. Fuck their 10 cents. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So I go in, I, I order a coffee, and I order the coffee, and then she just looks down, pulls out the scanner, and scans my groceries.
1: Okay. At Starbucks.
2: Yeah. All right. Did you guys know that the Starbucks in supermarkets can check Bobby, you out?
1: I'm going to blow your mind right now. Yeah. Everybody knew that. Yeah. Except really? Except for you. Yeah.
2: Some, some don't do it anymore, but... I, okay, because I was amazed, and so was everybody in line with me. <laughs>
1: everybody in line was like, I should have gotten my groceries first. No, everybody in line was treating like the kid who finally figured out how to tie his <laughs> yeah. shoes. Like, oh, my God, maybe that's amazing, I, Maybe buddy. I was the kid with hey, cancer in the Batman guy. outfit running around San Francisco. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm willing to admit
2: this. But everybody in line seemed to be pretty impressed. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it. Why have I been going through the regular line? Like, if you go and you see, like, a 20-person line, where sometimes that Vons that gets to because they don't have self-checkout, like, if you see that, why not just buy a $2 coffee? And do get you, through it.
0: Do you want to hear some more uh, life hacks? <laughs> yes, <Bobby>? please. Uh, <laughs> at Target, you know you don't have to wait in the, the main line. Go to the electronics department. You don't need to be buying a $1,000 TV. Yeah. You can, they, they can take care of all your items, and there's no one there. Or you the, can do it
1: in that, the cafe where you're getting a hot dog. There. And,
0: some
2: of and hot that is a good by one, way. by the way. You can laugh, but a lot of people don't know that. I probably didn't figure that out until about eight or nine years ago, and that's a good one, too. Home
1: Depot, fucking go to the home and garden section. There's no one over mm-hmm. there. Fucking, yep. th- they can check you out there.
2: Bobby, am I blowing your mind right now? Not with the Home Depot
1: one. Target's a good one. Don't be Given this away for free yeah Yeah. subscribe to our patreon we'll send you some life hacks
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> i was serious i was looking at people in like a they were, there was literally like 20 people in a checkout line i was trying to do the math on how i was gonna get out of there and she scared it And i was like why am i ever gonna wait in a line again
0: i can get a coffee <laughs> for two dollars while skipping an entire line that's totally worth it you remember on an earlier episode where i was talking about how i enjoy stealing using the sure, checkout man? Sure. I, I know i'm not the only one here's the thing my, my whole adult life, I've heavily believed in karma, and I, I know that's mm-hmm. not. How, Bobby, you're a scientist. How do yes. you feel about karma? Like, uh, do, do I you think, believe in it at all? Of course not. But I here's, do.
1: Here, here's why you should. No one should ever believe in karma ever again. Trump is president.
2: That is a good point. I I believe in karma. <laughs> to we this do not
0: see how he died yet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I believe to, in karma to this extent, to the logical extent that usually the way you act towards other people is similar or reflective of the way you will be treated, and so to the extent that. People who act good and treat people well are more likely to attract people who will act good to them and treat sure, them well. Sure. So, not in a cosmic sense, but in that sense. And then I also believe that you're like, kind of, you know, you have your word and you have your ethics and you have your sense of values. So, to the extent that you damage that by doing anything, you're kind of like hurting yourself. And in a way, I guess that's sort of karma. Here's
1: my favorite thing about Bobby he acts all like hard, cold science and facts. Yes. But when you go to his house, he's got a vision board. Yeah. He has like oh, an yeah. essential oils station <laughs> in he, the corner of his house. He's, he's got, a
0: spirit box. Yeah, you, know, you won't even tell us what that is. It's just
2: I don't even have windows. Just Indian dream catchers
0: <laughs> Well, here's the thing. So I've always been a, a firm believer since I was like in my early 20s. Because every time I try and test karma, it, it wouldn't work out for me. If, if I cheated on the girlfriend, the next mm-hmm. girlfriend would cheat on me. It, it would just it would just always happen that way. But I've been stealing from fucking the, the grocery store at Home Depot for a very long time, and nothing bad's happening. You're me. gonna get food poisoning and splinters, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I feel Did like you say splinters. Yeah, he said grocery store and Home Depot. <laughs> it's just it, uh, it, That's it's just like...
1: such a weird thing to wish upon someone. <laughs> like,
0: I'm not wishing it. It's just karma, bro. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's, 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 he said it to a spirit box, and it will <laughs> manifest.
2: <laughs> so, have you heard of The Secret, Dave?
1: <laughs> decade ago, or when that was brand new, a friend of yeah. ours, was married. A friend of ours gave us the DVD of The Secret. We thought it was like a legit. Actual fun movie kind of thing mm. within minutes, like, oh, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how bad it was. Oh, hey, this-, this,
0: is, this is one of those, like, um Kirk Cameron films that somehow make three million dollars in the
2: Here's something crazy to think about, right? Any one of us would watch The Secret and be like, well, this is incredibly crazy bullshit that like a mom from Calabasas came up with. Like something along those lines,
1: right? Total bullshit, total nutty chick crystals kind of nut stuff. I can't wait to get an angry email from another mom in Calabasas. We're not all like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll show you
2: by wishing bad things on you. Uh, No, no. But we all think that as logical human beings. So we make the decision to go fuck the secret and then ignore it. Conor McGregor sees it, and he's just a dumb Mick who doesn't know any better, <laughs> thinks it's real, and then becomes the first two-time champion
0: in UFC history. Bobby. Yes. The M word, please. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah, But stealing from the grocery store is the only time I've tested karma, and karma's like, yo, if you do something bad to someone, it'll come back to you. Oh, but fuck Albertsons, though. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> I think company. the
1: message here is stealing from the grocery store is not bad.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, who am I hurting? <laughs> Mr. Albertson. <Yeah>. John Albertson. <laughs> His profit margin is down. He's 0. an anti vaxxer <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> now you think
2: of Eddie Bonds. That's <laughs> uh. <laughs> ironically the only one that's a completely fictional name is Ralphs. <laughs> that they just made that shit up with a conglomeration of letters. Uh,
0: whatever.
1: Uh, that's what the Ouija board told him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yesterday I was um, I was leaving my house. And I see uh, my buddy's dog running in the middle of the street, right? Mm. He, uh, Viking Mike, my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I stopped my car, and these two teenagers like uh, or, like stopped too. they saw it, and they ran over and like corralled him. And I'm like, kind of yeah. dog is it? uh, it's a, it's a really old golden retriever. Okay. All right. Super old golden retriever.
1: So super approachable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah So, so he's just kind of like, he's probably senile or something like that. Yeah. So the dog's just like walking around, like lost in front of his own house. Yeah. Is and, this my bed? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I take, I call my buddy, Mike. I'm like, yo, your dog's out front. He's like, oh buddy. Yeah. I guess he must've, uh, that gate's been acting faulty because you put him in the yard so I open I opened the the gate that was faulty and there's just By the it, way, this
2: I know this isn't the ending, but does this not sound like the most ingenious setup to a surprise party? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you let your dog run around out front. Then you go to you tell
0: the guy to come bring it in and you come around, and
2: all you like, hey, Oh Lord. that would
0: that, that, that is a way to go hilariously wrong. That I walk in and people go, Surprise! And I go Your dog just got hit by a car. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It was a pound dog anyway. We got it for a bit. We don't care. See, Bobby, this
1: is where our (laughs) our mentalities differ. I was thinking this is a good way to set some up and frame them for murder. (laughs) Now there's prints on the fence. There's evidence.
2: Oh, well, yeah, if you're going to leave your prints on the fence like a fucking amateur, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. set up, Bobby. You're not actually murdering anyone. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're not bleaching out your touch DNA. What the fuck are you up to?
1: I would love if Bobby ever, if that ever happened somehow, they brought Bobby in and he's like, I'm not a fucking amateur. I would have bleached this. <laughs> yeah. I I like how if Bobby walked into a house and saw
0: a dead body, he'd just start bleaching his hands. Now, I'm not telling anybody. I pull out a convenient pen size spray bottle that I carry with me at all times. I do not cooperate with authorities.
2: I just toss like Molotov cocktail and run. I was <laughs> like,
0: "But you were innocent, dude." <laughs> so, anyways, um, so I open this gate and it's like there's. I guess it's where he keeps his garbage because he's got a lot of kids. Mm. So it's just a big trash pile and a lawnmower and like a broken surfboard. I'm like, so uh. I, had to, I had to climb over this trash pile. Like it's the barrier in Pet Cemetery. I'm like, oh Jesus!
1: Don't look down and don't stop. I
0: climb over this with a golden retriever under my arm.
1: So, was his thought that the golden retriever got over that? It did. Pile? It absolutely oh did because that
0: gate was ajar, huh? And it leads to his yard. So, anyways, I climb over that. I make sure the dog's good. I go through his house, exit, I go back, and I'm trying to close this gate. Like, it, it keeps popping back open. I'm like, I'm, I'm really wrestling with it. I, I'm telling Mike, yo, I'm t- your gate's fucked up. He's like, yeah, it's been like that. So Ever I, since I,
1: you started stealing from bonds, it's been like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you stole a shovel from home to you and my roof caved in. Stop it.
1: Oh, my God, that'd be great if your bad karma affected someone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just your neighbor. <laughs> Uh, so anyways. Please, Ryan,
2: stop being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> my life is in ruins. My wife divorced me. <laughs> Can you just stop stealing things from ponds so <laughs> and
0: breaking my gate? <laughs> it's the story of Job, but with shoplifting,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it affects
0: somebody else. Yeah, yeah. God is just a, a neighbor oh, who God. shoplifts. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: Uh, so, anyways, um, I, I I think I get it pretty well closed. I, I tug on it a few times. I'm like, all right, good. Next thing I know, this morning. He's like, yeah, my dog got out of the gate again. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. And he didn't respond. I'm like, oh shit, is he blaming me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think now he's blaming me. Wow, like, that would suck. I left the gate
2: open. <laughs> yeah, because you can only do so much. Also, by the way, I don't get people who do that because I've I've had that happen. That happened at our house not that long ago. Like the gate went sideways and then the dog got out. That's not like the thing you put off till Tuesday, right? Like you fixed the gate that fucking day. Like this but, is an immediate no, also,
1: problem. In this particular instance the dog was fucking already out. Yeah. yeah, well, no,
2: I know, but that's what I'm saying, is like, he knew it was a problem. He let it continue to be a problem. Ryan put the dog back in... And clearly, it's a problem the next day. Like you would think, I would be like, "Hey, boss, I got to go home 45 minutes early. I'm stopping by Home Depot on the way. Like this thing will be fixed by 6 p.m. tonight." Now,
0: I don't think he's actually blaming. That was just that was just a a fear that occurred to me, (laughs) right? Because that's the kind of thing that will happen to me all the time. Like uh, it's like the famous episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he calls David Schwimmer and goes, "Yo, I found your lost watch," but then he loses it. He's like, "Oh, well, you owe me a watch." Like, no, you're in the exact same position (laughs) that you were in before I helped. (laughs) Other thing that's going on. um, So you know, I'm. uh, let my buddy live with me for a little bit, just yes, uh, temporarily.
2: Yes. I horrible
0: idea. We've advised
2: against <laughs> it, and yet
0: and yet you don't take our advice. Well, you know, to be to be fair, uh, you're also an anti-vaxer. Yeah, well, yeah. Keep saying stuff like that and watch your buddy's dog die. <laughs> no, the dog the dog died because I stole from Home Depot. Get your shit straight. So, um, anyways, um, uh, he, he's got a little girl. A, Adorable, adorable little girl. Yeah, I saw her when I was over there. Yeah, she's very, adorable. very cute, and and,
2: and loves you. Like oh, treats yeah. you like like she was very, very comfortable with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she calls me yeah. Uncle Ryan, yeah. and uh, and I, the, when she comes over, like we, we make it me, her dad, my wife. We make it all about fun because mm-hmm. he's got limited custody of her, like twenty percent or something like that. We're gonna go stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how to fucking keep eye contact with the lady that's looking at the self checkout <laughs> so she doesn't see that your golden gates of water on your arm.
2: <laughs> um, hey, little girl. Want to kill a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow,
1: that took a dark turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not for
1: Ryan. He was psyched. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Want to climb over a trash pile? <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, we, we make it all about fun. I, I make sure that, that like, uh, you know, I, I got that electric scooter. Yeah. By the way, is impossible to look cool on those? Like yeah. every time oh, I'm yeah. riding around on one of those, like I feel like everyone looks at me and goes, Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so anyway, but I don't give a shit. I, I'm married. I don't have to worry about getting laid anymore. Yeah. So I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, I put her on the scooter. We, you know, we go to the park. She thinks she's playing video games. I'll, I'll turn on the video game and, like, I'll unhook her controller <laughs> and she'll just think she's playing because uh, she's yeah. dumb. So, <laughs> but, like, she loves it at my house, you know? So anyway, her mom and my buddy, her, her dad, they, they do not get along. It was, it was a very— Isn't that the worst? Yes,
2: it is. It, and then now you're almost involved in this relationship, too, because he—not li- only is he your friend, he lives with you, so yeah, now it's oh like yeah. anytime there's insane tension between them, now there's a weird vibe around your house. Yeah, yeah. So
0: apparently, when he dropped her off this most recent time, and we, th- this was, uh, was really fun. Like, like I said, we, we, we rode on the electric scooter to the park, we went down the big slides. Mm-hmm. Then he, my, my buddy took her to, to a pool. She had a blast. Mm-hmm. When she went home, she told her mom, I, I don't want to be here. I want to be with that. It's more fun there. All right. She got fucking
1: pissed. Oh, yeah. And, now,
0: I mean. and, and but not only just pissed, she tried to institute a rule where I'm not allowed to have fun with the kid anymore because she doesn't doesn't want her. Why the fuck do you institute
2: uh, that? Well, she's like, listen, according to uh, our lawyer's paperwork, Ryan is forced to uh, wear a ski mask and run yelling at her (laughs) with a butcher knife every second time she visits.
0: There needs to be a hobo with a rusty lawnmower
2: blade that that shakes it at her. On the first of every month, I will buy her a stuffed animal. It is Ryan's job to rip the head off it angrily in front of her.
1: Ryan just has to wear one of those cones that they give to dogs after the vet so he just can't see when the little girl's around. He's just... You know, she modified one of
2: those dog bark collars to go off when somebody's <laughs> laughing? <laughs>
0: she... Her, her mom had the response that, that you would... That I would say a normal parent would have if your four-year-old came home and said something like eerily suspicious, like, yeah, Uncle Ryan touched me or something. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. She had the same Uncle spirit. Ryan's got a weird-looking penis. Yeah. We He's don't right. wear
1: clothes at Uncle Ryan.
0: <laughs> he took me down to the silly puzzle basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, My video controller's not plugged
1: in. <laughs> 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 he killed a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he steals He <laughs> makes me shoplift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he ranted for 45 minutes about anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Uh, no, but like, but seriously, she 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 was like, she said, uh, it's it, it's more better at, at Uncle Ryan's, and like, uh, and she had the reaction. What went on over there? <laughs> what is going on over there? Like, shouldn't the How only thing you care about? Dare you,
1: you be happy? Yeah.
0: So she's like, you tell him whatever's going on with this scooter and the slides, it's over. And like, it's uh, like a
1: modern update on Footloose. It's yeah. Like, Wait a second. What's <laughs> happening? No, Not in my town. No dancing. What are you smiling? Get over here. <laughs> Could uh, you imagine
2: being such a piece of shit that you like take umbrage with your child enjoying
0: life? Ah. Uh, well, she also drank while she was pregnant like a fish so Uh, (laughs) Uh, but um, so yeah her child's well-being is kind of low on the priority (laughs) list but
2: that is just so fucked up man like What's interesting is I have a pseudo version of that, which is I've been working a lot recently and my son stays at his grandparents' house and he loves it at my parents' house. And, and like, you he,
1: tell him, do not have fun with my, yeah, don't with you my child.
2: And he loves it because you know what? They have all day to do nothing but play with him. They're retired. So like right. being grandparents is super fun for them. He loves going there because he gets two adults full attention, plenty of toys. He gets to like have sugar and do all this stuff. So it's really fun. And he comes home. He's like, I want to go back there. That's really fun. And there's no point where I go like, you know what? Fuck them. From now on, I'm putting a tack in your shoe when you go over there, so you associate misery with this experience. I'm like, I'm happy my son is having a good right. time. I get that he's going to like that more than than hanging out with me and you know dinner and bathing and all the stuff you have to do as a dad. And yes, does it sting a little bit when he's like, oh, I really like hanging out with grandma and grandpa? Sure. But if you don't go, I'm happy my kid is happy, then
0: you're a piece of
2: shit as oh, a yeah. parent.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, no, first of all, my buddy half heartedly relayed that message to me, knowing what my reaction would be, which was good luck enforcing that one. <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> you know what? Guess who's eating ice cream for dinner? Fuck you. Yeah. They're-
1: Wait, I just. What was the exact wording when he relayed the rule to you? Uh,
0: he just told me what she said. He, he didn't say, like, hey, you're not allowed to have fun with my kid anymore. Guess what Shay tried to have happen?
1: <laughs> was, was the rule, though, not to have fun? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, f- straight up, like, like, or, or at least to put a cap on it.
2: From now
0: on, you can only talk about arithmetic and lunch, and that is it. Now there <laughs> is another side to this. I was thinking about it, not with this couple because she's just an inexcusable monster and yeah, always has been. But uh, I do see uh, uh, another side of this sometimes in a situation where two parents are divorced. Uh, maybe the guy has limited custody, and he is—is is there merit to like a like? Um, you, when the kid goes over to your place, you, you, you let him have free reign of the place. He eats ice cream for dinner. He comes yeah. back wired, and you make me the bad guy. Is there merit to that? You think you're like I'm the bad guy because I make him do his homework. Yeah, you know, I you know, I, I put him to bed, and you, he has no bedtime over there, and, and you don't make him do his schoolwork. So you're making me into the bad guy, but
1: because I'm doing these right decisions, do you think there's, there's you know merit what? to that? I, I, I got to say. um, you sold me. I'm on her side now. <laughs> no more fun with that kid. No, like I said, you know, I I have a little bit of that with my
2: son's grandparents, and uh, but it's not like, hey, screw you. You know, he's having too much fun. It's like, yeah, I understand. I'm going to have to be the guy who goes, no, sorry, we have to take a bath. We have to do this. We have to, you know, go get shots. Like, but also, that's what I fucking signed up for when I agreed to be a dad. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the deal. You got to be the one who tells
0: them to like when well, they're crying. That's, in this situation, who, both are both are the parents. So right, right, right. Sign up for that. Oh
2: no, totally. But what I mean is, like, you do feel a little twinge of that feeling of like, ooh, it sucks to have to always be the person who is getting them to go to the doctor to get shots or to right. take a bath or to do all the uh, to clean up their toys, whereas the grandparents get to just have fun and uh, eat sugar and party and have a great time all day. But. That's what you fucking signed up for. Like,
0: you signed up to be the bad guy. You signed up to be the... Yes, but in this situation, what I'm saying, the other person who also signed up for it, this is not the grandparent situation. Sure, sure, sure. This is your uh, absentee father over on this side. Yeah. Uh, is not doing what they signed up to do,
2: and that's f- and and it's fine to be frustrated with that. But the thing is, even if they signed up and they didn't like fulfill their obligation, it doesn't affect what you signed up for, right? Okay, yeah. Right. So you still signed up for
1: that shitty part. Like, well, this- the premise though is that the mom. Can't have fun with the kid, which is bullshit. No, yeah. it's not that they, they can't... can do fun. That's I, uh, what I'm saying. Is like yeah, yeah. that's the premise. That... Well,
2: I under, but I, I understand the sentiment. Because this also happens a little bit with me and my wife, especially before I went back to full-time work when I was like basically raising our kid Mo- like I was working part-time and raising our kid most of the time. That means I always had to be the bad guy. I had to be you're going down for naps. I had to be you know, doing all of the regular dad stuff. And then she got to go home at the end of the day, and he was super excited to see mom and go on a walk and play right. and do everything. So like everything was. Positively associated with her, where I was the one giving timeouts and you know, d- doing holding an arm bar yeah. too long, yeah,
0: <laughs> eat this, Paul Horace uh, yeah. So, I teaching him how to burn off his fingerprints should he ever <laughs> discover a body.
2: So, she got kind of got to be like cool mom, and I had to be like, oh, dick dad. And so, there is like a weird feeling of like, oh, this sucks, I have to be the parent that they have a, a shittier view of, but at the same time, you're like fuck it, that's my job. Like, That's just the way it is. And in my case, my wife wasn't not doing her job. She was doing a great job being a mom, but just because of the situation, she ended up being like the fun parent or whatever. But even if she hadn't been, if she had been like, fuck it, I'm not going to do all the hard stuff. I'm just going to party with them eh, that sucks that that's the case, but that doesn't change my relationship right. I mean, that's, to my that's son. that's
1: a part of parenting regardless whether you're together or divorced yeah. or hate each other totally. or not. That's just a part of parenting. Yeah, somebody's gonna be, be the bad vac- guy
2: like, I'm always gonna be the harsh one between the two of us. Like, I'm always gonna be the get your fucking homework done, like, you're grounded. I'll take your
1: vision board. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you spill ice cream on my spirit box. <laughs> you know what? No vaccines for you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy polio, kid. But not on, you're welcome. all yeah,
2: yeah, right. Now, Bobby, you said you've been working a lot lately. Dude, it's been fucking crazy. So, like, Ryan, you had a similar situation last week. We talked about this. You had a crazy time where you were you were doing two basically headlining shows yes. in one night yes. and moving from comedy to music and having to run everything around. I am in that, like, crazy redlining, white knuckles mode right now because mm-hmm. I'm working, like, eh, around 11 to 12 hours a day. My work is an hour and a half east of us right now where I'm going. And my wife is on a business trip, so I'm also doing like the dad thing full time. The only person in charge of him, having to wake up at night and stuff. And then I have a bunch of tape and edit three podcasts. Okay, so week.
0: so you're you're Dennis, You're um. Uh, and I'm moving. So you're Dustin Hoffman in Kramer versus Kramer.
2: <laughs> Haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> just say yes. <laughs> yes, I am. It's about anti boxing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, So I'm just like running around at a thousand miles. Mo- like it's funny because I was looking at my thing and like I have everything scheduled down to the half hour for about a two-week period of time. Like, everything
1: is scheduled. because a the wonder just, you were so excited to discover the Starbucks thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, store. I just gave myself
0: 15 minutes. <laughs> what am I going to do with all this three times? This starts, is amazing. He just starts furiously masturbating. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I've done that before. Uh, but, no, it's, it's fucking crazy, and it's this crazy experience, too, where I'm, I'm, like, redlining it, but also the work I'm doing is insanely hard. I'm doing this big project out in the desert, and I'm going
1: back and the a Yeah, a bones. Yeah, no, well. So it's tough. Going out and revisiting old ARC sites. Flying your drones and posting videos But hey, check I, this out. I am
2: flying some drones occasionally when it's out too windy. But it's one of these things where, Ryan, I wonder if you feel the same way. The job is insanely hard, and there's an insane amount of pain involved. Like I have to get up at four in the morning to go get my son to daycare, and then get out there by six something in the morning, and then you know work all day in, the, in very, very hard conditions, come back, by the time I'd get all my paperwork done, I'm not in bed until one in the morning. And so it's just like, it's a crazy cycle. And out there, it's really bad right now. So I texted my wife because she's like, be careful. And I sent her a picture of the thermometer. It was 113 degrees at 930 in the morning. Yikes. And I was like, this would be a fun day of hiking. Like, this would be a fun <laughs> day of be-. And by the way, in the desert, there's no shade. Like, there's, you're not hanging out under a tree. You're just in the sun all day. Mm-hmm. And it's super hard, super hot. And then last day I was out there, we had sustained 30-mile-an-hour winds with 50-mile-an-hour gusts, which is just impossible to work in. So it's just like hell, right? It's hell working. It's super hard. But there's a part of you that takes this immense pride and like, I bet 99% of people just couldn't do this. Oh, like yeah, they couldn't, for sure. They couldn't go out on three hours sleep. They couldn't function. You have to be fairly highly cognitive. You're doing a lot of you know mentally complex tasks, uh, describing artifacts and whatnot. And they certainly couldn't do these hikes. And I know that for sure because I have to go out with a monitor, a Native American monitor, and they every single one of them tapped out and went back to the truck. Every <laughs> single one was just like, this is an oven out here. What are we doing? Why are we here? And I'm like – Well, I got to go hike for the next few miles. See you you in a little bit. I'll come back.
1: there is a big difference. Like, you can do – you can redline for fun or for work. Yes. They're both – you know, you redline for fun. You pull an all-nighter. You're doing a shit ton of drugs. You're partying, doing whatever, all this stuff, Uh and it's fun. But you redline for work because I've done that before. I've been in positions like – Back in uh, my twenties, I worked at a fishery in Alaska, working ninety six mm. hours a week, like, heavy and shit like that. And you get so much more pride. Oh yeah. Yes. When it's for work.
2: When, and know? when it, and yeah. when it hurts, right? Like it's physically painful yeah. out there. I'm getting stuck with cactus. It's hundred. Uh, at one point, we hit one hundred and twenty two degrees. Like it, it, or, I'm
0: hiking through sand.
1: And like Ryan last week, I think you had to wear one outfit underneath the yes. other yes. while you're performing. And, you're and
0: like, you guys know how hot it is oh, on the fucking yeah. stage lights. Jesus. I had to wear yeah like uh, tights and a fucking whole separate shirt underneath the black jeans and a button up, I'm like, I was like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just dying up there. But yes, uh, there's th- that absolute pride you feel. It's like, you're going to earn that Sunday off. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I, I love the feeling of like when I've done so much that on Sunday morning, I look to my wife and I go, I'm not cooking for you, cleaning anything, <laughs> and I'm not moving from this bed. She goes, <laughs> totally understood understood yeah. yeah you you don't I'm move. not even stealing anything today that's how tired <laughs> I am <laughs> that dead dog in the street should have to clean himself up yeah
2: isn't it weird how that thing that can be so painful like if you would have told me hey for the next 2 weeks you will be not only caring for your son without your wife she's going to be gone so as when he's at home you're 100% of the caregiver you're going to sleep about 3 hours a night and you're going to be working about 12 hours a day in pretty hard conditions i would have been like uh but i started getting into it and i was like feeling this odd sense of pride I I was like I got up started driving through the morning at 4am to drop my son off I was like look at all you lazy fuckers sleeping I'm good whose dog is this Yeah, I get out out to the desert and I'm like 113 yeah why not go for a hike let's do it It as the native monitor walks back to the truck I'm like yeah that's right no you you couldn't do this This
0: (laughs) well yeah (laughs) you almost feel like you're in a movie and I forget who gave me this advice but um, I I always say this sometimes is whether or not you have uh, a couple of daunting tasks to do and, and you have to red line them, or life's just not going as you want it right now, and you need to like get in action. Imagine you're the star of your own movie. Yes, and 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 you have all these obstacles to face. The beginning is the start of the movie. You're a loser, and or, or you're behind the ball, or you fucked up, or something, or you have this daunting task. And the, let's let's just make this a really good story. Let's fucking do it. Let's overcome all these obstacles. Yeah. and it starts in that way. It starts to become kind of fun. Yeah, like totally. can I do yeah. this? Yes, I think situation. that's what it is.
2: I think it's like the challenge. Can I get it figured out? It was so backed up that I had like all these hours to work. And then I was opening on Ryan's show at Burning Beard on Thursday night, and I had so much to do that there was no way to get home first. I had to work right up to that and then, and then come in, but I'm... Again, hiking around all day at 113 degrees, so I can't just walk in in those clothes. So I had arranged with a person I knew in Alpine, which is a town in between where I work and here, (laughs) to just stop by their house and shower. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then like come and then drive straight to the venue and then show up. And I think I showed up like three minutes before our call times and like just just redlining it, but succeeding and and like looking at a problem and being like, this is fucking impossible. How can I do it? And then I'm like, oh, I know Bill in Alpine. Let me see if I can
0: just shower at his house. um, It's, It's
1: honestly surprisingly. Easy to change your clothes while you're doing sixty on the freeway.
0: Yes, <laughs> Which
1: I've done too. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I've had that situation one time. I had to show up in um, Temecula, and I I, I was uh, coming from a job or something, and I I would have no time, and uh, so I just put it on on my my comedy fan page. I'm like, hey. Does anyone live in Temecula that won't promises not to kill me if I can change at your house? <laughs> <laughs> Some dude that had been to two of my shows at Ace's Comedy Club, was like, "Wow, hey buddy, uh, you know, I don't know you, but uh, I, I, have, you're welcome to my bathroom." Wow, and that's awesome! Fucking nicest dude ever. He fucking he, he, his wife was a nice lady. Like, they just came in, like, "Yep, this is my pool. This is my this is my guitar collection. Uh, there's the bathroom. If you want a soda, let me know." I'm like, "Shit!"
1: Perks of being good enough to build a fan base. Yes. <laughs> also, amazing. by the
2: way, don't
0: overlook this. Perks of being
2: a dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah you couldn't do that as a woman uh, well you could do it and you'd get a lot more offers and you have to be really fucking careful yeah. <laughs> like as a guy we're just like I was thinking about this the other day uh, Ryan on, on his show actually his fiend show uh, he had it and it was pretty close to the studio it's just down the street from where the studio is and I was out having a good time maybe on a few drugs and I was like I'm gonna go visit Ryan and I just walked down Alcohol Boulevard for those of you guys who don't know San Diego Saturday night Alcohol Boulevard 10pm not the place to be there's a lot of prostitutes and gang members. And when I say that, I'm not saying that like facetiously. I'm not saying, oh, it's a little shady. I'm saying you will walk by numerous prostitutes and gang members and you will know that they're prostitutes. And some gang gang members
1: are prostitutes. Yes. Yeah. It goes
2: both ways. And I just walked through and I was just like having a blast. And I, at some point I was just like, Man, is, is this really is what are the, the male privilege part? Like, this is part yeah. of the dude privileges. I'm a six foot one dude with a martial arts background. I'm a little fried on drugs, but I can just go wherever I want and feel relatively safe everywhere I dude, go. Dude, a
1: friend of mine was looking for a room to, to live in recently out of state. They were moving, and they were telling me that uh, a chick, she was telling me that a lot of the messages she got back were. Guys saying like, "Oh, you can live here rent free uh, if you would show me your appreciation." What you think? You what? how much would you appreciate? How she got a lot of those? Oh yeah, she oh. showed me. I was like, I couldn't believe that's real. Yeah,
0: second not of all, is it I real, want free rent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but not only is it real, it's fucking common. It's so yeah, like disgusting. that blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: And that a guy here in town just got in trouble with that. A, a landlord like owned like multi properties.
1: Yeah. He over in uh, oh spring, yeah. spring
0: Valley. Yeah, he was like, uh, I'll, I could either discount your rent. Or I can evict you. Uh, it's up to you, and uh, you be you be the deciding factor. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and that's one thing when he's doing that, and that's horrible in terms of like putting somebody in that situation where they have to decide that. But at least in that situation, it's like a choice, right, to some extent, to to the extent that it's, like, fiscally feasible. But, like, the fact that I can just walk through one of the worst neighborhoods of San Diego, and not 100 yards, I walked two and a half miles. (laughs) Like I
0: said on a previous episode, like, uh, back when I was single, there was this bartender I had a huge crush on. She was super hot. She posted on Facebook, like, I need a place to live, and no one responded. I'm like – I, I, I'm like, oh, she, this girl's smoking hot. and, and There's something the, wrong. Yeah, she has a black belt and keying cars. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, no, and it, it, that is one of those weird privileges where you're just like, oh, I could just go do it. Why not? And oh, and by the way, when I'm super exhausted because I'm doing all these this redlining, in the middle of a gas station place in the deserted desert at five in the morning, if I get there early, I'm going to put my seat down, open the windows, and go to sleep. Yeah. And I can do that because I'm a dude.
1: Ryan, I almost forgot. So um, as a comic, you travel quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't do many out-of-state gigs, but when I was in uh, Michigan, this mm. friend, a friend of mine hooked me up on a spot. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. Very small room, very small type. It was a
0: club or a No, a it was bar? like a
1: coffee house whatever. Oh, cool. right. But it was fun. fun. It was good energy. It was a very small crowd. A bunch of my friends came out to see me, so it was very cool. So after I was hanging out at the bar... And uh, some a couple hours later, everyone's hanging out. A couple hours later, a guy walks by. He's like, hey, man, that was a really good set. You're really funny. I appreciate it. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, nice to meet you. And he's like, hey, you said you're from San Diego. Um, I know someone out there. I wonder if you know. Oh, guy. no. And you guys know when you hear that, there's a chance you might know the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a bigger chance you might. wait you... Was he like a, go- a comedian? No, no. He was just a oh, dude at the show. I, I thought like, he was
2: like, hey, have you heard of this Zoltan guy? No,
1: no. He was like, hey, yeah, he's just a, a comic fan. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I know this guy out in San Diego. I wonder if you heard of him. I'm like, oh, really? What's his name? He's like, Ryan Shores. <laughs> What? Out of here. Are you serious? (laughs) How did he know Ryan? He was just a fan of Ryan's. He had seen him somewhere before.
2: Dude, oh, I, nice. I had a moment like that a couple months ago. I was going up Don't to Don't my thunder. Uh, <laughs> no, mine's better. One it's okay. Me. Don't worry. Mine's way better. Uh, I was going to a com- an archaeology conference in Sacramento a couple months back, and I got on a plane, and the guy next to me on the plane, we started chatting and stuff, and you know, he's from Sacramento, and we were chatting about what he does. He works for the fire department and stuff, and he goes, Oh, that's funny. I knew somebody who, from San Diego. And I was like, Well, yeah, there's six million people there. Right, right. So there's quite a few. And he's like, uh, Yeah, I work with him. Do uh, you really know this guy? And he, he said a name, and I was like, Yeah, that was my friend in high school. Like, (laughs) are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, wait, he works with you? He's like, yeah. He's my partner. He's like, oh, yeah. I've I've worked with him for a long time. And I was like yes, I know that's, that's the most random thing on earth. And then he pauses and he goes, what was he a wild man in high school? And I instinctively made the mistake of just being honest. And I was like, no, he was a nerd. That was the (laughs) nerdiest guy ever. (laughs) What are you talking about? And uh, he looks so disappointed because clearly that guy has changed his life around. And now I'm exposing his past, to his coworkers and friends. Wait a second.
0: Wait a second. How, how big a fan is this guy? I mean, he doesn't know who you are. He obviously didn't listen to this show. That's right. (laughs) You're no fan Michigan guy. Uh, By the way, Dave, you mentioned drones earlier talking about Bobby. Yes. Didn't some weird old guy send you a video of like a girl being fucked by a
1: dildo attached to a drone or something? Apparently sent it to a few of us comics.
0: What? He's like, uh, I didn't even know this guy is. He's like an old guy that does open mics or something like that? Yes. Okay. What is this thing? With people send you porn. you so, know how, much, how, how many times a week random people send me porn on Facebook? Random people, I do not know. So just three times a week. Just, let's just be
2: honest here. I uh, because of I need it for archaeology. I am actually a licensed professional drone pilot. And that's really impressive. Like, I can't, I was I can't say. Could you fucking go with a drone? I, I'm really good. I am a really good drone <laughs> pilot. I don't know that I could do that. Like, I want to see what rig he's got set up. I want to see what his gimbal looks like. Like, what are his settings oh, you on can his, see his tri- gimbal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are his trim settings? How does this work? Like, that's trim settings. Especially, <laughs> oh. is, like, is, it, is it straight down and he's going up and down? Or, like, is, it, is there an angle to it that
0: he's moving at? How is he pulling it? See, this if you're off? a little
1: more involved in the scene, you I'm get fucking these videos Googling same. the <laughs> shit out of this.
0: I've never. But like, uh, and it's all types of folks, dude. Uh, an old lady that uh, that sent me a video of like two girls in Santa hats going down on each other. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, what? What? What are you doing? Like. Some guy I had to call out publicly because he sent me a really gross video of so. And we talked about in a previous episode of like a girl who looked underage, like, like doing something disgusting. I'm like, what are you doing, man? What? Are you, why are you sending me? This?
2: <laughs> Fucking, there's not even an autonomous aerial vehicle in this picture. Why would I care about
0: it? <laughs> I just never understand people that send porn. Like, I know where to get it, man. I know where to get it. I'm good. I'm good. And, yeah. and, and who is like jerking off? Like, ooh, you know who love this, <laughs> Ryan? Apparently, a lot
1: of people.
0: Ew. All right, that's our show for the, for this week. Before we uh, wrap it up, Bobby, when's the next Nerd Night? First Tuesday
2: of July. Come on out. And guys, I, I told you the story last week of how one person ruined that show. I need you guys to show up and make it really good. So there are a few degenerate listeners who have been showing up pretty regularly. Some of them have sweet-ass motorcycles, too. <laughs> and so uh, if you guys hear this and you want to come out, come out the first Tuesday of July uh, and laugh really hard. And if I tell a racist joke, or not at all racist joke, that somebody interprets as racist and they boo me, just start clapping sporadically and yelling at their assholes.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> My next show uh, is going to be at the Alpine Brewery. I, I'm, uh, I'm kind a franchising with these, yeah, brands, yeah, these brewery shows. I got a formula. But the Alpine uh, Beer Company up in uh, Alpine, California, that is going to be June 28th. And if you hey, need to stop by and take a shower, I know a place. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, check that out. And, and really, listeners,
1: come to, come to these events. They're a lot of fun. They always sell out. So uh, hit me up for if you need tickets. The weekend coming up when you're listening to this, this coming weekend I'll be at the Madhouse. If anyone wants to come check that out.
0: All right. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying, see you next week, cruising with the twos. Hey, little girl. Wanna kill a dog? Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, time
2: The fucking time is passing
1: by.
0: Vaccines do cause autism.